Welcome to uh, season four, episode twenty-one of Love Island, Australia. I'm Brendan. I'm Sarah. You did so good. And this is—it's not Friendship Island. True. And I nailed it. It just took me twenty-one episodes. <laughs> you did so good, though. But I—I I nailed it. Uh, well, it took me twelve episodes, I guess. That's how many episodes I think we have. Yeah. Uh, so this is the first of week six first episode of week six which is not the final week it we, can't be because we have bombshells coming in we have bombshells coming in and there's been like no talk at all of the finale so there's yeah. at least another week yeah i think maybe it's like six i think maybe we get six weeks and then we get a final week okay well uh let's just jump into it how does this episode start it starts um on maddie's dumping again uh, womp 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 queen um and then we get Callum and Tina chatting right away and Tina's just saying that she was sad to see Maddie go and Callum is saying how he keeps like like fucking up with people which he does um and he thinks Tina is proper hot yeah uh first thing he says is I'm sexually attracted to you which I've said in the past we could have assumed (laughs) is the only thing he uh can like cares about really yeah but he feels like he has a fresh, clean slate with Tina, I guess, because she hasn't been here while he's fucked up with everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tina does say that Callum seems like somebody, at least looks wise, that she would date in the real world um, and that she's leaning more towards him than the other boys. And then right away we get Austin getting a text whilst macking it with Claudia that the hideaway is open and... There's no voting here for some reason, even though that's the way it literally always is when the hideaway is open. People vote, but it's Al. So they uh, the text says that the hideaway is open and that Al and Jess are going, which I wonder why they did that, whether they like it or not. What do you mean? Why did they do that? Because they want content with Al. It's crystal clear if you think about it. I don't like it. Yeah, no, I don't like it either. I know I've only watched, like, other than this, like, a season and a half. Mm-hmm. They're both UK. But I feel like Australia's producers are, like, just having fun with it. You know they, what I mean? You know what? And, yeah, I like, do like They're way more that. present in this than, than the UK. I like it, and then sometimes I really don't like it. Like, yeah. in situations where they're, like, forcing Al down our throat. Well, the thing is that they've never done this before where they've... I mean, there are, like, nepotism babies on almost every season of the UK one. So, like, I can't say that they haven't, like, dropped in somebody who, like, is known to some amount of people. But they've never dropped in somebody specifically with, like, a reality TV career like this. Right, and I think the difference between, like... Getting someone who is known by some people like Gemma. Mm-hmm. Tommy Fury. Tommy Fury. They they weren't getting like clear like push on the show. You know what yeah. I mean? Like after they're on the show, they're just on the Gemma show. Gemma a little bit because they brought in her ex. So I think that was a little moment. Right. But I guess. I nothing, guess. nothing at all like what they have orchestrated around Al. Yeah, it's it's you can tell there's a machine behind it and I <laughs> I don't love it. 
I don't either. I don't love that part, but I do love the fact that Australia's producers typically are a little bit different and, you know, they follow obviously like the Love Island structure, but they throw in some things like um, like the truth bike, which we'll talk about. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, on the UK and I think even the US seasons, um, they always do the baby challenge on the last week. But the Australian one sometimes does a puppy one instead, Aww, which is adorable. Cute. And they do things sometimes a little bit differently that are fun. Some things that flop, like Al, and also X is weak. No offense, I love Mitch and Tina, but awful. like I would have had a Casa Amor any other day of the week. Yeah, X is weak was just not it for me. No, there, it was just Jason, <laughs> who was. Oh my god, Jason has got to be the biggest flop <clears throat> of this entire season. <laughs> Seriously. Um. Anyway, so Jess and Al are going to the hideaway. Um, and I just said, Al, you are no good for this show for the exact reasons that we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone is like very excited for them to go like right away. Everyone's like, oh, my God, it's exactly what you need, because Jess has been talking to people about how she like wants more from Al in terms of like physical and like affection and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, And my thought process is that like there are still cameras in the hideaway so his mom's still gonna see if they fudge right which he said last time uh that he didn't want to do which it's fine if he changes his mind but mm-hmm. like it's not really all that different in the hideaway um he had the the idea to put a dog collar on and <laughs> and yeah we find out that there's just a drawer full of dog collars that only callum knows about <laughs> Because he's like walking around being like, oh, I want to wear a dog collar. He's talking about what to wear. And Callum was like, L, 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 uh, drawer on the right, right there. There are dog collars there. Yeah, collars. dog collars, multiple. Plural. Like a whole drawer just filled with dog collars. What on earth? I don't know what's going on. I man. wonder if maybe it's where they put like the, the costumes. costumes from like the some of the other challenges yeah. that they've done. Um, And no offense to like... Al, I don't mean to, I don't mean to be so rude about Al's physical traits. I really don't mean to be, but there were like so many things, and I mean, I guess because all of the girls have been like, he's so hot when he first came in, and I just like, I don't see it. And the first thing that I noticed with this is that like the dog collar does not fit him well. It's like very like loose and jangly around his neck Mm -hmm. making his neck look even scrawnier Mm -hmm. and then he's like wearing boxers but they're like why are they so they're boxers they're not boxer briefs like every every man in like 2013 (laughs) just realized that oh boxer briefs are so much better in every single way conceivable (laughs) way than boxers that we're never gonna wear boxers again Al is like a holdout. And it's just not... More than 20... It's like 28, 2008. It's not a sexy look for me, personally. And, I, I mean, I've never I've never worn boxers. I've never worn boxers under clothes. But, like, if that was your underwear, I feel like that would be so uncomfortable. It's got to bunch up all the yeah. time. It's... It's, like, annoying. You have to, like... Tuck yeah, them in that when, when your pants terrible. It's yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> um, so 
the girl uh, Jess is getting ready and she's showering and Claudia and the girls are like checking in between her ass cheeks to make sure shaving. there's no hair. They were shaving. They were shaving her for her because she says she has a hairy ass, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. And Al is like out of control. He's in his dog collar. He's in his boxers. He's on the bed growling at the boys. It's and they're loving it. They are. <laughs> I mean, he's putting on a show. Austin's yeah. like I've never laughed this hard in the villa. <laughs> And he's, I mean, it's absurd looking. I would, I would absolutely laugh too. It's, he looks so fucking crazy. <laughs> but they're all like, oh my God, if you wear just your boxers and a dog collar, that's going to be so hot. Ugh. We're like, okay, I guess. Almost Even Jess, when Jess finally sees him, was like, I'm not into this. And he like crawls to her and like starts like sniffing around at her feet. Which, uh... <laughs> Who said that he looks like Phoebe H? Phoebe H. I think she might have been on something when she says, like, you look like you like feet. There have been far too many hints and shots of Al near or interacting with Jess's feet for it not to have some amount of truth to it. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. He's a sucker for sure. Um, so they get into the hideaway and... Did you say a sucker? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... Like a toe sucker. Oh. Toe sucker. <laughs> I'm addicted to you. Um, anyways, so they get to the hideaway and they're both like talking about like the privacy and they're like, now we can touch each other wherever we want. And I am so confused because like, does he not realize that there are still cameras? Like, right. does somebody need to tell him? Right. Your mom will see this episode too, Al. Yeah. And uh, they just are talking about all the boxes they tick for one another. And we get to leave them for a small amount of time. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Stella and Tack chat. And Tack pulls her. He's like, let's go finish up this conversation that we didn't ever see them actually start. But I assume that they mean from like the awkwardness of the couple's counseling. Yeah, because that's what he he said. Like, you know, I know we started this at the couple's counseling, but... Yeah, and Stella says, you know, after that, she's like, you know, we're just on different pages. They should just be friends. And it's like, we, you know, we very obviously saw this coming. Brendan saw it coming from further away, which is fine. I want to give him that. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> um, and he acts like a little bitch about it. He like, he comes in and out of it, though. I know. You know what I mean? Like, you I can just tell he's just like. He's so close to, like, throwing a hissy fit about, like... At all times, His though. time. Well, only in, like, the last episode or two, but you see it building. And, like, even in this, like I said, we see him, like, come in and out of it. Because he's like, you know, that seems like a mature decision. And I'm like, that's great. Then he's like... Because it was always kind of one-sided, and you knew how I felt, and I feel kind of mugged off. And we both, like, were like, what? Yeah, which then paints the mature decision line as, like, a slap in the face, like... That's what he's saying is yeah. you've been immature mm -hmm. up until right now. Which is so not fair to Stella. And she is like. I she mean, was taken aback a little bit. Yeah, her. because she's been like really close with Tack. Like before it was like romantic or anything. Mm -hmm. Like she went to him a lot. and He gives incel vibes, dude. I don't she, know what to say. But like only in these last few episodes. Like you can't say he's done that through this show. Like, like I said, I think he the the rejection that he's felt which is fine he has felt a lot of rejection mm -hmm. and 
it is obviously getting to him in a really toxic way. He hasn't been like you have to you have to admit he has not been like that this no, whole show. He hasn't. I think it's just getting to him and it's his time to go because it is showing in ways that are not yeah. very becoming of him. Yes. <laughs> and Stella is like taken aback and she apologizes. She's like, you know, I'm really sorry if I made you feel that way. Like, cause she's, I mean, she really has, like, I think she said like a few episodes ago, she's like, I'm going to give it my most red hot crack. And I really think she did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. What more could she have done? And then, you know, he again, like almost seems to come out of it. And he's just like, you know, it, this just wasn't meant to be. And that's what it is. And that is what it is. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then before bedtime, we get Big Mitch and Tina talking one more time. And uh, as someone who's not privy, I can tell like there's something still there, right? Yeah. Yes and no. I mean, it's so hard because Mitch just talks about him, how him and Tina are drawn together. And she's like, I've been giving you space. He's like, I've been finding myself wanting to talk to you more. And Tina asks him, you know, like, oh, does that mean I'm like your top your top pick and Mitch gets a little bit flustered and he's like, I didn't say that, but it's like, it's what he's feeling in that moment. Mm -hmm. But he was rattled as he was rattled and she tells him that she wants to meet someone and to move on. And he says that it doesn't feel great seeing her get to know other guys. But like, I just feel like, and I loved Tina and Mitch then, but like, and now it's been like kind of, obviously weird seeing them back together but like I don't feel like they belong together I feel like everything Mitch did in the past it's just like he can't really care about her on the level that he's making it seem like with always crying and being so emotional and like I don't know what it is about Tina that brings that out in him or if it's just the setting but I think it just feels comfortable for him right now. And I think he's uncomfortable. Like, I don't think he wants to look like a bitter ex there. Right. And obviously him and Tina had something in that place. But I don't know. It's just. I wish you knew the history. Sorry. So that, but that's the whole thing. You're the expert. You uh, gotta explain it to me. I'm not an expert. No, but you are the expert on this show. No. Mm. And then we get one more look at Al and Jess in the hideaway. And they are. We were watching Fucking. it, and you're like, I don't think they're doing it. And like two seconds later, we're like, Oh no, no, they're fucking. Oh no, they're absolutely fucking. That's her <laughs> bra, and that that is bounce that is bouncing hard and rhythmically. And that, that is the subtitles. Jess moaning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and not just the subtitles. I heard it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It she goes. Oh no. Connor. <laughs> what um, if, dude? What? What if she did that while they were fucking? That'd be so funny. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And then she'd blame him for it. Yeah, she would. You were reminding me of Connor. And that's that's a that's a bad look, Al. It's a red flag, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I really feel like I sound like her, you... and then I hear myself impersonate her, and I'm like, that does not sound like her. <laughs> But the inflection is so easy to yeah. mimic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the morning, Jess and I wake up together. They are feeling very refreshed. His balls are empty. <laughs> Everything is just. I love the fact that you said his balls are empty. <laughs> <laughs> Why were 
Are you going to say it? I mean, <laughs> if anyone wants to say it on that pod, on this podcast, <laughs> it would be something I would say. Yeah, no, it's I, like crass coming out of your mouth. <laughs> I agree. I recoiled I, a little bit when you said. It. <laughs> I just wanted to try it out. (laughs) Um, And then they go back into... um, (laughs) Balls are empty. (laughs) Are they not? Oh, they're they're definitely empty. (laughs) They go back into the room to greet everyone and Jess has like a bunch of hickeys. Um, And she's like really proud of them. She's like, oh... Oh, oh, this thing? <laughs> and she's, Yeah, you can say I had a good night. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she says to him before they leave, she's like, I don't remember you sucking that hard and you got nervous when you heard that. Because first. I was like writing a note. <laughs> while, like I was typing on my phone while she yeah. said that. And so I didn't see that she was pointing to a hickey. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? Yeah, what you said was a lot more crass than what I said. I know, but I'm the one that says crass things. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but, and Al puts the fucking dog collar back on just to go back in and see everyone. And he's such he's such a joke. But, like, I do feel like he's not taking himself that seriously. So I feel like it's fine to, like, call him a fucking joke. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> Um, the girls want to know all about the hideaway and Jess tells them that she did snacks, appetizers, entrees, and then the I thought, full banquet. yeah, but I thought it was going to be like, and desserts was like, you know? No, I always thought the entrees was the entree. Yeah. Well, cause they call it like the main course or right. the main dish or something. So. But they all go crazy screaming about the fact that she had sex. And the boys hear it on the other side. And Austin's like, oh, I guess I, I guess they know what you did in the hideaway. <laughs> um, and then he tells them. And then the boys just do exactly the same thing that they were just laughing at the girls about. Because they all are like, they're all living through Al at this point that he yeah. got to have sex. They are so excited mm-hmm. for him. Sorry, Al's mom, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. I guess... I don't know. I don't understand. It's fine. You can do whatever he wants, I guess. Um, and then people are just hanging out around the um, the pool and stuff. Callum is in the floaty with Mitch, as he almost always is. And he's like, watch this. Like, acting like he's going to, like, do something. And then just, like, lightly splashes Tina. And, like, he really thought. It didn't say a word. No. <laughs> She's just like, what the hell? <laughs> I got wet. <laughs> Didn't respond. Just kept. It was very weird. <laughs> and Callum's talking to small Mitch about all the time that Tina has been spending talking to big Mitch. And he's like, I don't know if she wants to be making those same mistakes. Um, and Callum starts saying, you know, like speaking about, I guess, vaguely what big mitch did and he's like you know once you've broken somebody's trust you really can't go back there's no repairing it like and then small mitch decides he needs to say exactly that but with a stupid metaphor yeah of paper literally a metaphor that like some christian woman came in to talk to us in kindergarten about really sex wait was this actually a thing yeah oh it was about having sex in kindergarten yeah what in coded words yeah where did you go to kindergarten because that's about purity where did you go to kindergarten what the fuck you're gonna bleep that right yeah (laughs) they talk to you about 
sex using a paper metaphor in kindergarten? Well, about purity. Okay, but are you positive it was kindergarten? Yep. That's not Or right. maybe it was bullying. Uh, are was you bullying. kidding me? <laughs> it was bullying. Are you shitting me? How did you not remember the difference? Are you joking? <laughs> I'm going to cut it all out. Don't. Are you kidding me? But why? It was bullying. How? Because, you know, things leave a mark. Yeah, no, I no, I understand the metaphor. Of the metaphor. <laughs> How? I okay. think it was also about purity. <laughs> why do you think that? You know, I you don't know. You didn't go to a Christian school. You went to a public school. I know. Granted, it was a small town public school, mm-hmm. but. And the the woman who did it did not work there. She, like, came in for the day. Was for this, this woman thing. vetted? I mean, probably not, dude. I don't know why you would think it's about both bullying and purity I remember in kindergarten. Something about purity. Is there anyone I can double check on this with? <laughs> oh my gosh! And then she, it was bullying because one time, <laughs> oh one time it was the I tried not to laugh because it was very funny. But she was talking about how she was big in school and everyone made fun of her for being fat. Uh-huh. And then one year for Valentine's Day. One of the girls <laughs> found a Valentine's card of a hippo in a ballerina suit, mm. and they wrote, uh, "Happy Valentine's Day, love nobody," <gasps> and they gave it to her. That's absolutely terrible. <laughs> this woman was in her sixties, and she fucking, and she still remembered. Yeah, that's the kind of shit that sticks that's with the kind you. of shit the paper doesn't pull pull out. <laughs> The paper. I hope, why did you say? <laughs> we don't need to talk about it anymore. Go on. Let's get back to the episode. <laughs> this is fascinating. Okay. Um. Whew. All right. So then, uh, Big Mitch is talking to Phoebe, and she's asking him about Tina and kind of like what their status is in here and like if he has ever thought about them getting back together and he said he has never thought about them getting back together and I that is why I don't think his feelings can be rooted in that much more than just like the deja vu of where they are overwhelming you know emotions in any sort I know like seeing someone can like bring up emotions but if he hasn't even thought about trying to get her back or like their time together except for being in the villa like Mm -hmm. i just don't think that can mean that those feelings are that deep rooted maybe i'm wrong i don't know that was just like my initial thought when he said that i was like well i don't know if i believe in it that much Mm -hmm. then not that he's lying i just don't think that it is what i want it to be me personally Or what he's even interpreting them to be. Yeah. Uh, And then we have the truth bike, which I was so excited about. And honestly, I had forgotten about. And the truth bike is something that, like, when I think of some of the previous seasons and, like, some of the drama and things that happened, like, the truth bike comes to my mind more than almost anything else. So Mm -hmm. I was excited about the truth bike. And so I chronicled some of the truths that came from the bike. So I'll go through them really quick. And you just let me know if you have anything to add. Okay. Um, so first, uh, OG Phoebe reveals that she would leave with small Mitch. 
But she does also say that if both Mitches were there day one, she definitely would have pursued Big Mitch because physically he's like her type. Her type. To a T on paper. But you know what happens when that paper gets crumpled? Tell me. You can never uncrumple it. <laughs> well, you can uncrumple it, but the lines will still be there. Small, 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 small Mitch uh, says he regrets how he treated Phoebe, but that he still has fuckboy tendencies in him, which yeah. he's just hiding behind his bad choices. And Phoebe, yeah, Phoebe has asked if you still have fuckboy tendencies or are you going to use that excuse forever? <laughs> which was definitely um, a double question. Yeah, it's not really a yes or no question. But I still liked that she said that you're going to use as an excuse. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... Still, I, he's like, I'm trying to change. I, there might still be there, but I'm trying to change, basically. Which, mm-hmm. one, I don't believe him. But two, Phoebe made me angry because she's like, why haven't you realized that I've showed you blah, blah, blah. And I was like, bitch, it's been two weeks since he fucked you over. You think he's a different person now? <laughs> Give it time or break up. I don't care. <laughs> Truly, I don't. They could be gone tomorrow. can't make me care about you. Um, Tax says that he regrets not giving Vac an opportunity. I also feel like... Which I think is the wrong... I don't know. That's... Uh, I don't think it would have changed anything for him. Because he wants, you know, he wants to be... And understandably, he wants to be somebody's first choice. And he wasn't. And that wouldn't have been the case with Vac. Nope. I also just feel like people are kind of like... He got like weird general questions. He didn't get any like specific questions. Well, because... Not a lot of the people there. Well, I don't want to say not a lot. The boys don't like him. The girls keep asking questions. Like, but there's also like nothing that juicy there with Tack. They did ask him some questions, but like he hasn't had like there's no drama with Tack. There's just him not him not vibing with the people who mm-hmm. are and then being second choice. And I mean. You can only throw so much salt in that wound, I think. Mm-hmm. And then he says he wouldn't choose Stella in a recoupling. Obviously, I mean, they just, they might as well have just broken up the night before. But he does say that he would choose Tina. I mean, again, obviously, who else would he choose given the option? Mm-hmm. Um, Claudia does say that she is falling in love with Austin, but that she, she does not 100% trust him yet. Which is annoying, but obviously... It's annoying, but she... knew it was going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, and she says, you know, I don't know what it will be like on the outside with him, which I think is true. She's obviously still protecting herself a little bit there. And, like, she knows Austin very well in the villa, but I think that that's perfectly fair. She does not know Mm -hmm. him on the outside. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some other girls should be less trusting of their man on the outside. (laughs) Some... And she says that she will literally everyone else. <laughs> Every single other per- woman in a in a couple should be less trusting of their man, except for Cla- isn't that the biggest irony? Yeah, the one who will probably never do anything wrong to her mm-hmm. is the one who can't get the trust he deserves. I think if they, I mean, we have already said that they are going to be our winners. They're winners in our hearts already, right? But I do assume that they will win unless something fucking crazy happens. Um. But I do think if they make it to the outside, given enough time, I do think that she could trust Austin. But. Yeah. Yeah, I think she'll get there. 
Um, and she says that she will not talk to Jason on the outside. And then I said, I'm not even writing any further about the Jason bullshit. I don't mm-hmm. know why Big Mitch decided to ask a question about that. He wasn't even fucking there. So. Yeah, they were really grilling her about Jason. And like, brother, we already forgot about Jason. Stop bringing him up. Nobody cares about him. I just, it was weird to me that Big Mitch was the one who asked, because he's the one who asked the stupid question that I didn't even write down. It was something to the, like. Is it true that you saw him a week before and then let him on? I wanted to be like, how the fuck did you even know about that? You weren't here. Yeah. And why on earth do you care? Mm Mm-hmm. Producers. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, To which she said, I saw him about two weeks before I got here, and he knows that I didn't lead him on. He was just upset. Yeah. So stupid. And good for, like, she, the attitude that she had with these questions Mm -hmm. was perfect. Yeah. It's just like, "Mm, no, he's a little man who just was a little upset. That's all. Yeah. Um, Nothing surprising from Callum. He says, even if he's in a relationship, he won't stop flirting with girls. And he admits that he is a red flag. Like, abs- of all the questions they could have asked him, and they ask him the things that everyone literally already knows about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tina says that she does still have feelings for Big Mitch, but she doesn't know what they are. She says that she is not closed off to him. And uh, it hurt me because somebody asks, like, do you trust Big Mitch? And she says, yes, I don't know why I do, but I trust him. I don't know why she does either. Who's to say? I know. Uh, to be fair, I mean, I don't know. I don't know that he's lied, but I just, right. I don't know what is the reason to trust him. If I was her, I would have very much my walls up. Um, and then Big Mitch goes and he says that he can see things past friendship with Stella. He but says, it's early days. Yeah. It's always early days. Um, he says he did not sleep with Emily more than once. And he now, even though Truth Bike from last season, Big Mitch was asked if he thinks Emily, the girl that he hooked up with after they broke up and who was a bomb who went after him on their season, he was asked, do you think Emily is hotter than Tina? And last season, he said yes, even though he was in a couple with Tina. It was very fucked up. Very Well, it was just hard to because, I mean, I'm sure he felt that way. He said Mm. it. But it was very, very hard to watch. And this time he was asked the same question and he says, no, Tina is hotter than Emily. And then he says, sorry, Emily. I mean, I love you, but I mean. And then he like freaks mm. out because he accidentally said he loved Emily or something. Um, Al goes next. He says he would entertain new girls if they walked in. I don't know why you would say this. I don't know why. Right after... They did what they did. Your balls are still empty. <laughs> I let you say it this time. <laughs> um, I know. God, it's just terrible timing. And I know like the um, the whatever host guy was making jokes about it. But like they do realize they can lie. Right. Like mm-hmm. they can. It's just a bike. Um, and he's asked if there are things missing in their connection. And he says, yes, there are things missing in their connection. And then he says he does not count flirting as cheating, which that one is fine to some extent. Like, right. that's whatever. That's their boundaries. But saying yes to the other things right after him and Jess just fucked on TV, even after he promised his mom he wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Why would you just not say no? I know. 
I know. God, Al's such a fucking idiot. Especially this close to the end. He's so stupid. He's so stupid. He's stupid. This close to the end. Like, you have to be angling. If you're in a long-term couple, you have to be angling for, like... For the win? Look at us growing and getting past our things, and now look at how much of a better couple we are. He's just not capable of that? I don't think he's smart enough and to I realize don't, that's honestly, what you gotta do. I don't think Jess is smart enough for it either. Um, so Jess is up next, and Jess says that Al's stance on cheating and flirting being cheating is a deal breaker. So, yeah. To but, which he asked, hey, then why did you do that? With Jason in particular. That's only the most recent case. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, well, that was different because our connection wasn't as deep as it is now. And he so, said, well, flirting is cheating. Yeah. doesn't matter. But she plays the card of we just had sex. Like mm-hmm. we just reached the level in our relationship that like, you know, she plays that card that he could have chosen to play as the reason for lying and just saying no just she like, plays it and she doesn't even you're right she doesn't even play it well because he's still right after is like well flirting is cheating which is what you know your words mm-hmm. and she calls it a deal breaker but spoiler alert they're still together so could it really be a deal breaker because that's i just hate that i don't want to see them anymore <laughs> this show them and Phoebe and Mitch. I, I seriously i don't know this show should be like four people <laughs> but more bombs even though we're about to get bombs and I it's just too late for bombs. Do you know what point. they should do? What? They should it should be like a rotating thing. What do you mean? You know, like once a month we're like who won this month? What? Who won this month? Okay, it's Austin and Claudia. Here's 20 grand. Fuck off. Well, okay, who won this month? Okay, sure. I guess it's Phoebe and and Mitch's time to win. Fuck off. Go home. You know what I mean? Just keep this rotating so it's like it's like because at this point when it gets so late there are so you can we know who the top three are going to be. We're like pretty confident who the top three are going to be. Well sometimes it's a top four a lot of the time so somebody is a kind of. I mean I guess but like they're like half of the people in here are in such established couples. Yeah. That like it's just like what's the point of them still being here until the end. Well I I mean I guess we know that there are two bombshells coming in either tomorrow or just this week. Mm -hmm. And there is always the opportunity at this point that, I mean, it is not likely, although it has happened, it has happened, that a very late bombshell couples up with somebody and wins. Um, That's not very likely, but they could come in and turn ahead and eliminate kind of one of the couples from that running, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, God, we need to finish watching some of these seasons together so you could understand Sorry. We'll get there. Um, whose was I on? Oh, Jess's. Okay, so Jess next is, is yep. Jordan. Holy shit, dude. What the fuck was this? What the fuck was this? So, oh, the freaking, oh, how the mighty have fallen? It's, we haven't, honestly, I mean, like, we haven't really even, like, seen Jordan much besides a background character for a while. So, like, this was very shocking. He is not the way I remembered him. Mm-mm. <laughs> Um, so he says that there um, there are things missing in his connection with Phoebe H. He says he cannot see a relationship with her on the outside. Because she's immature. She's young. He, he said, I believe I he says, says he's immature. Does I think he? She, he might say both. Maybe. 
Um, and then his last thing is that he would still have chosen Claudia over Phoebe H on day one, which is just another, I mean, it's just another like little white lie that like, God, they're really, that's a white lie. The integrity of the truth bike is a little bit too much for me. I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't, oh, oh, are you saying that that's just like a little white lie that you could have just, that he could have just been like, cause Phoebe H wasn't there. He could have just like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, on hypotheticals, there is no truth. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, and then Phoebe H goes up and she says that she could see life outside the villa with Jordan. And she also says that Jordan's um, answers did raise some alarm bells for her. But she says she respects his honesty. And that's the end of the truth bike. And, we- and he was just like really dismissive and blunt and just like, kind just, of nonchalant about his answers just kind of shitty to be honest shitty like you can tell like her feelings were not taken into it because you can say these truths mm-hmm. and not be so fucking dickish about it yeah we'll talk about that with their chat he, in a second he was he chose to do it in like the least considerate way yeah and we know that jordan is capable of softening his words sure. and thinking about what he's saying absolutely um but first we get like a quick chat with jess and al um about his answers on the truth bike and jess is pissed about what he said especially after the timing of what just happened the night before mm-hmm. um and she is say she does say that if a bomb walked in she wouldn't entertain it which we are both like why a liar you, every single it. bomb who's walked in you've entertained yeah. Name one that she hasn't. I'll I cou- wait. I couldn't. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we get Phoebe H is like, she's just like so upset. At first, she's just talking to Stella about like, she's like, you know, I can't help how old I am. I'm 21. I'm one of the younger people here. Like, I can't help that. She's like, but I really like Jordan. And I just like, I felt so I felt so bad for her. Like, I haven't really developed any kind of emotional attachment to Phoebe H. Mm-hmm. Um, she's had some very funny moments. She's made for some funny moments between us. But I haven't really, like, felt anything for her. So, I I mean, I did feel bad for her. And so she eventually does sit down with Jordan and she tells him, you know, like, I felt kind of hurt. I felt embarrassed. And he's like, embarrassed, yeah. He's like, immediately just, like, not the right tone like right away not the right tone and he also wasn't like listening to what she was saying no because all he was doing was like i am she was saying i felt blindsided i didn't understand why you felt this way and i didn't understand why you were so cold about how you were saying it yeah and he was just like this is just how i feel and i'm not gonna apologize for saying how i feel and she's again she's not saying it's what you said it's how you said it Mm -hmm. and he's like saying well i spoke the truth and you know when you're on the truth bike you just have to answer quick and like yes or no and that's it but like he expanded on his answers a little bit he could have absolutely Mm -hmm. expanded on them differently and And everyone else did you know what i mean yeah everyone else was just like i technically yes but yeah And he's just, like, he's being very harsh about, like, their maturity levels because she's, like, you know, 
she said something like, oh, like you act like you're up here maturity wise and I'm down here. And he's like, do you think we're on the same level of maturity? And it's just like he talks to her like the whole thing just felt very predatory. Well, no, because it's, it's so clearly like we're not in the same maturity level. You clearly think that this is going to be something other than physical. I don't feel that way, but and you I'm can, still going to entertain it. And you can tell this is not a conversation that they've had. They've mm-hmm. obviously been very physical. She's been very upfront about how physical they've been, about how like how <clears throat> how much like intensity there is for each other, like mm-hmm. physically and like to act that way with her, but then to like completely blindside her by like pretty much saying like, this is fun, but like there's no chance because you are not on my level. And yeah. like to not even to not even try to like dispute that that's what he's saying either. He's mm-hmm. just he doubled down, doubled down on what he was saying and also how he was saying it, which is just like ugh. and she's like, you didn't say anything nice about me. Like, mm-hmm. you said not one thing nice about me. And your like, questions were about me. Yeah. And everything he says always has, like, this, you know, he's like, I'm sorry, but. Mm-hmm. And he just, like, he hurt me as well. Yeah. It, like. I was it, like, who is this man? I know. It's not it, It's not the Jordan I know in love. I think maybe being there for so long is getting to him, too. I mm-hmm. mean, some people do better with this, um, with this setting than others. And maybe it's, I mean, he's also not a part of the quote unquote boys club, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's outwardly had a lot of issues with interacting with Mitch and Callum, one or both of them. I'm not, I'm not even certain, but um, seeing people progress like his friends, Claudia and Phoebe, and maybe he just feels stuck with Phoebe H and he's not getting to that level and now it's just getting to him. I don't know, but it's just not that's not the Jordan that we fell in love with, episode one. Mm-mm. Um, and then afterwards she hugs him and it like My little lion. I know. Made me feel sad for her. Like if someone I was being like super intimate with on TV talked about me and talked to me that way i would be i well i don't even know i don't know if i would be done i would not i would need space i would not want to hug them i wouldn't want to like just like jump back into the way we were after that absolutely not and she says she's just gonna think positive because she really likes him that's sad it is sad I don't know. I really like. I don't know. I was gonna make a joke, but I'm just sad. <laughs> Jordan, okay. Jordan, my man. You what? feel those feelings. Why are you acting like that? Um, and then it's nighttime, and Tina gets a text that there's a recoupling, and that a boy is going home, and then we have like some of the up in the air Islanders kind of checking in with each other, and it's girls' pick, so it's mostly like. We know it's going to come down to Stella and Tina. Mm-hmm. So some of they're just like kind of like checking in and talking to each other. And, you know, Tina is very untrusting of Callum. She's not sure he's on her level, which he is not. 
and she talks to Tack very briefly, and it's she talks to Tack only about her other like the other boys and her other options. Mm-hmm. And I think even he knows like that that's just like it's not mm-hmm. that he's not on that level with her. Um, and that she talks to Big Mitch, and he tells her it might not be the best idea to choose him. And it kind of like. It's hard because I feel like I'm going through this with Tina and Mitch because yeah. I see them there and I want them to be back together as well. But I also think it's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. And I just like selfishly, I don't know, it's not selfish, but I wish it had been Tina's choice and not Mitch telling her not to choose him because I can't imagine even if she had the option between Mitch and somebody else. I can't imagine after he said that if she would have chosen him. That would be... Mm-hmm. I don't think she would do that, but... I just wish it had been more her choice and not his. Yeah. And then we go to the fire pit, and in comes the monk, and girls are picking, so Phoebe picks Mitchell, of course, and puked at her... <sighs> I'm just saying my lucky... St- Dies that this boy is in my life, <laughs> Mitchell. Ugh, God, I just don't like them. Put his little snores. Put his little snores in the podcast. Oh, that's fun. That'll be on the podcast. <laughs> um. And then Jess picks Al, and I took issue with her saying he was hot. But that's an issue. <laughs> you were really offended by that's that. That's my issue. It's not hers. It's mine. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> um, and then Claudia picks our boyfriend. Finally, we have a couple to root for. America's again. boyfriend. Mar- Australia's boyfriend, too, I think. Yeah. Everyone's just charmed by Austin. And... and uh... She said that she was a lot of work and he puts mm-hmm. up with it. And then Sophie's <laughs> like, are you a lot of work? And she's like, yeah, I'm a lot of work. <laughs> and she goes, Austin, is she a lot of work? He goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. And uh, Phoebe H. picks Jordan, which was painful because all of the things that she said Jordan would not say about her. Mm-mm. And it's just now the vibe with Jordan and me. Maybe you. The vibes of Jordan yeah. and me are off. Agree. I'm I'm right there with you. We're not. I'm not okay anymore. It reminds me of like a divorcee that dates like someone that went to school with your daughter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gross. Um, and then we were kind of up in the air as to who was going to go next, Stella or Tina. I kind of thought it was going to be Tina because I thought that they were at least going to give her the opportunity to pick or not pick Big Mitch. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. Stella goes first and she picks uh, Big Mitch, which makes sense. Like she wasn't going to choose Tack again. And there was no reason for her to choose Callum. Um, so then Tina goes and she picks Callum and Tack is dumped, which. It was his I, time. It he was, was his he needed to time. Leave. He needed to leave. He was just getting a little bit fussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, he needed to be put down for a nap. Yeah, I was going to say, he's been fighting his nap for a while. and He um, wants his baba. (laughs) And I have enjoyed the majority of Tack's time on Love Island. I've really, really liked Tack, but like we have said, it is just his time. So Mm -hmm. 
And I think he was understanding of that as well. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm glad that he said what he said when he was leaving because <laughs> I've been having a hard time articulating on how I felt about Tack these past couple episodes. And I think that kind of illustrated it a little bit more. It did. And I've understood what you've been saying. But what I felt is that you've been saying, like, because of the way he's been acting, that, like, Tack sucks. And, like, I just think the time there has been getting to him and like he currently like is not acting like his best self. I think this is close to how this is like the 4chan to radicalization pipeline that's happening (laughs) where it's like nice guys or Uh, guys who think they're very smart and deserve women. Yeah. Not that he never. No, he didn't. He didn't get that extreme. But guys who think they are very good for women. Mm hmm get rejected and then they start getting bitter and yeah. i think we saw that a little bit we definitely definitely saw him getting bitter and i mean i'm sure it was hard i i don't pretend to understand but i'm sure it would be very hard to be there and to not get picked time and time again while watching callum and mitch fuck with people's feelings and do what they did like i'm sure Callum literally looks like the 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 meme of chad that incels you so (laughs) um like i'm sure that that is hard but i think you're right he was just getting he was getting bitter about it absolutely i think that's the best word for it and so the girls are right away more upset than the boys for sure and um claudia and jess bring um tack some tea and they said their last tea time with tack and i was like i would have liked to seen to have seen like earlier tea times with tack i think we've seen one or two we have yeah I've never seen them call it that. It was very cute. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're just talking about how they're going to miss him. They're saying, like, you know, he's been their go-to guy and their best friend. And one thing that annoyed me is that Claudia says that Tack was a shining diamond that nobody noticed. But that's not true. People noticed him. They were just not attracted to, to him. Yeah. And there's, I feel like I've said this a million times, there's nothing wrong with that on anybody's side. Right. Um, But he he wasn't not noticed he talked to every single new girl who came in since he'd been there on top of the girls who were already there and it just wasn't like there just wasn't anybody who was the right fit for him that is sincerely it and i just feel like i wonder how much they have been saying that to him as well Mm because i'm sure that would have like if he doesn't already hold that thought in his heart i'm sure that would even make him more bitter yep um and Jordan calls Tack the brains that he didn't have. And I was writing that I don't really know who Jordan is going to hang out with anymore since he's not really a part of that boys club. Mm-hmm. But I so last episode, we talked very briefly about Jordan's attitude with the couples therapy thing. Mm-hmm. And it seems like he has a big, big, big problem with Callum more than Mitch. I think it seems that way to me. And. But he has a problem with both of them for sure. I, I think it's probably the opposite because he's really close with Phoebe. I know, but I think Phoebe And is... he said, when he said, he's like, look at the the fucked up relationships that they've had. Yeah. Why? And really, Calvin's never had a relationship in the show. The only person that has in the two was He was Mitch. with Layla. That was his only chance. That is true. He was, was with his... Layla. I wa- God, I wonder what would be different if he didn't fuck up. The way that he did. He fucked up big. Yeah. Um, 
but I wonder who Jordan's going to kind of hang out with now. I wonder, I mean, I wonder if he's close with Al. I see Al kind of like hanging out with like Austin, Mm -hmm. but he's not necessarily a part of that like boys club because it was like the, it was like very much like the early boys club. Um, And that's kind of the end of that. But we do get to see that there are two bombs coming in. They're twins, Madeline and Hugh. And they act like they have to, like, keep it, like, some kind of, like, crazy secret. They're like, we can't let anyone know that we're brother and sister. Which is weird, because what are you going to fuck? <laughs> like, like, why does it matter? Who, yeah, who on earth would care? The U.S. season that just aired did a brother and sister that came in. Um, Australia has done twins, identical twins, Josh and Luke. I think one of them, one of them went to the finals or even one. I actually don't even remember and then UK has done twins, Eve and Jess. So it's not that crazy to do twins. Right. Especially when they're opposite genders. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we did say right away kind of oof when Hugh showed up because he has a little bit of a receding hairline. It looked like no, from the does. opening. He does. But he was also like immediately like pushing his hair back. He's doing like the sexy like running your your hands through <laughs> your hair but the problem it was, is it's not sexy when your hair is falling out. <laughs> and uh, not everyone can have this beautiful mane. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, it looked like Madeline was maybe going for Al. I don't know who Hugh will go for. Um, I mean, yeah. Who is Stella? Stella or Tina? I guess. Stella or Tina. All the other girls are pretty much spoken for. Yeah. I don't think he's going to. Maybe Phoebe. H. Oh, honestly. Bye bye, Jordan. I, I wouldn't even mind. I would just like for Jordan to sweat it a little bit, but he probably wouldn't even. I mean, also, maybe Jordan will talk to Madeline. Maybe. That would hurt even worse for he poor do- Phoebe. H. He does have that effect on women that meet him. <laughs> yeah. So. I guess so. I don't know. And I guess that's where we're going to end it. We'll talk at the end of the week. Oh, wait. We should say that uh, the, what is it going to be? Season nine, Love Island UK Mm -hmm. starts January. Oh, my God. Fuck what I said. January 16th. January 16th. So So we have a date. mm -hmm. And I'm so excited. But our format is probably going to be a little bit different because they're going to do more than four days a week. They typically do six. Um, we'll probably do three and three then. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. But guys, don't worry because we are not going to go on break. Once this ends, once this season ends, we will have a couple mini series to, to bridge the gap. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them will tell you the first one we're going to do is uh, tell them, tell them about it. <laughs> You're like, I don't know what it is. You do it. Yeah, I don't even know what it is. You do it. Uh, it's the mini series that Ekansu and Davide did, Homecoming, which I think is two episodes. Um, so we'll do that, which will be so much fun because we we mostly watched season eight together and we loved Ekansu and Davide. Who doesn't? So we'll be very excited for that. Um, I don't I'm not positive on what we'll do. Depending on when we get a first look at some Islanders, mm-hmm. we might talk about that. But we'll see. But we will do. We'll probably cut down to one episode a week between seasons. But we're not going to go on break. There will be stuff for you guys to listen to. 
I'm very excited. And truthfully, it'll all really depend on when this season ends. We have no idea. We have no idea. We also don't know if they're going to do um, a reunion episode at the end, which sometimes they do. Mm-hmm, which we'll obviously do an episode on. Absolutely. Um, so it'll, yeah, there's a bunch of different things that we'll do for sure. Uh, and yeah, I'm excited for you guys to listen to the UK one with us too. I'm so excited. And then honestly, the bulk of you guys are in America. I'm excited for you guys to listen to the American one with us. Yeah, because I believe from what I heard, they're casting for the next US season right now. And the dream is that we jump right from this to UK to US and then we just keep doing it forever. Ever. <laughs> yes. And um, maybe here, here's a sneak peek. Maybe one of the weekly episodes is me going through the, op- uh, the for the process of auditioning for you or for the Love Island America. I would love that so much. Cool. OK, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Brendan. Uh, oh, do you want to we have a discord? Oh, in- follow us on Instagram at this is not Friendship Island Pod. Correct. Join our Discord, which at- is called the Love Island Fire Pit. It's a work in progress, but we're there and we're mm-hmm. getting things set up to just talk all things Love Island. It is non-denominational, so if you watch UK, mm-hmm. uh, 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 Australia, or America. We have sections for all of them. We have Love Island News. We have just like the podcast. If you know, if you want to talk about specific podcast stuff with us, we have a channel for that. But you can just talk about the show. So it yeah. doesn't even have to necessarily you, yeah. be about us. People do- who don't even know this podcast could join. So cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Brendan. I'm Sarah. This, this is, is Meatball. This is Meatball. Put your snores on the podcast. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I like getting to include me, Paul.